Welcome to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 32 and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. I am sharing the interview I did with Jordan and Brianna, the owners and founders of The Study, a movement and wellness studio in Cochrane, Alberta. I've always loved the vibe in the space of that studio since it opened two years ago and so I was pumped to get to know more about where the idea for the studio came from and about the amazing women behind it. They share the journey of coming up with the idea of the studio while in university and how they managed to open it and grow a loyal community without having business degrees. They are both creative visionaries and dreamers, which is how the studio came to life and why it feels so real and genuine when you are in the space. Even though there were roadblocks along the way, as with any business and startup, they both insist that if those mistakes and lessons never happened, they wouldn't be where they are today. And they are celebrating more than two years of being open, which is super exciting for how far they come and where they want to take the studio. They both share their advice for people who want to start a business, how they have grown such an incredible team, and what they've learned about themselves as leaders along the way. Both Jordan and Brianna share their tips for living a healthy and active life, and what the saying, movement is magic, means to both of them. This episode was so inspiring, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did, and make sure the next time you're out in Cochrane to catch a yoga or bar or a spin class, or if you need a massage or a chiropractor, they also have that, or a coffee to just hang out. Here is Brianna and Jordan. Welcome back to the podcast. I am sitting here in Cochrane at the study. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. Thanks for having us. Do you want to both introduce yourselves? Sounds good. My name is Jordan. I'm uh, born and raised here in Cochrane, Alberta, and I am one of the co-founders of the Study Movement and Wellness Studio. And my name is Brianna, and I am also born and raised in Cochrane. And the other founder of the study. (laughs) And so how did you guys meet? So shocking. We went to high school together. (laughs) I actually checked to see if you guys were related first before I put that question. I was like, maybe they're like cousins or sisters. In Cochrane, you wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Um, No, we actually went to Cochrane High together. um, And it's a small enough high school, so all of us kind of hung out. And then after school, we had some fun, did some traveling, um, and then kind of connected also back in university as well. Cool. And did you go to university in Calgary? Mm -hmm. We both did, yeah. Cool. And so how come you decided to root in Cochrane and open the studio here? Uh, I think, but I mean, Cochrane is home for both of us. It always has been, and we both plan to kind of stay here, raise families here, and just keep our roots here. So for us, we got into this habit of driving into the city two, three times a day for whether it was university, whether it was work or workouts, all of these, these things just kept bringing us back into the city. And we kind of took a step back and decided something like this really needed to happen in Cochrane. And um, we were at a time in our lives when we wanted to venture out and do something on our own too. So it just, all the stars aligned. And when did the idea start and where did it come from for the study? Too much wine. <laughs> As all good <laughs> ideas start. It's <laughs> true. Uh, no, um, I think a large portion of it was we were both going to post-secondary school, um, doing kind of what was expected slash normal. 
and uh, feeling like slightly unfulfilled and a little bit of like emptiness inside, I guess, with what was next and what it was supposed to feel and look like. And um, movement was the one thing that kind of brought us back to that feeling of just fulfilled and energized. And we, the concept was actually kind of from there, it all just happened so fast. We got talking about how movement brought us this sensation, this feeling, this energy, and this connection that we could not stop searching for more of. And um, when we looked at Cochrane, it was kind of a no-brainer for us because it was a town that had given us so much growing up. And now it was the perfect opportunity for us to give something back to our town. I love that. And so you celebrated the second year of being open. Mm -hmm. How long did it take from your idea to when it actually opened? You know what? It was both quick and slow, if that makes any sense. But the whole process started, and then by the time we kind of had a space and we were up and going, it was probably a year and a half or two years, Yeah. which um, kind of did get dragged out a little bit because we had some switches of venues and that kind of thing, and just uh, us learning the process, I guess, of opening a business. So it things happened really quickly, and then the construction was really what... Um, drew out that last part of it but it was yeah probably about a year and a half I guess yeah wow and Jonah walk us through what that process was like yeah it's uh, (laughs) a it's a very it's a very cool process um we definitely hit some roadblocks in the beginning of our opening spaces and they challenged us in many ways um but the process itself of opening a business is unbelievable like um We are very grateful every day to be able to come to this space and to work with this community and these people. And I think for us, one of the big things when it came to opening the space was you started as just an idea. And now to be sitting here today, two and a half years in with a full, amazing team and community, it's it's a very proud, proud thing for us to say and to be a part of. And so much of the building aspect of it took a lot um, and very different um, creation and almost um, the process was just interesting. It was a very different process for us, but um, the vision side was where we really flourished with it because at the end of the day, we just kept coming back and we had an amazing design team. Holland Design actually helped us with this, but we just kept saying it's all about a feeling for us. There's this feeling that we want when you walk up those stairs. And I think now looking back two and a half years in, um, like I know we both can say that that's exactly what it is. And we definitely would not have gotten to where we are now if it wasn't for this amazing space and the amazing team. We are so grateful to have the amazing team that we have and they make this place magic every single day. And then of course the community that when you are building and growing this space, they are absolutely what's on your mind because that is why we are doing this. But we are so lucky in Cochrane to have the people that we do and the connections and the growth that we have made and the family that we have built here. It's just an unbelievable process. And I think for us, we are still growing and still evolving into like who we are as a business and as a movement and wellness studio. But 
it could not be without our team and without our community. Yeah, and I think from like a, a literal perspective too on the process of opening, it's interesting to think back, like listening to these questions, it's interesting to think back to when we first had an idea, what was the first thing we did? And I feel like we just started creating these lists of, okay, if we wanted to do this, what would it take? List, 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 start checking them off. Okay, great, that's done. Let's make another list. If we wanted to do that step, how would it, how would we do it? And it honestly just was days and weeks and months of doing that. And all of a sudden, everything you dreamed and everything you created in your brain kind of just started happening and was actually tangible and visible. It was interesting. It was just a, a really huge learning process for us too. And so fun. I mean, it was so special to do. And did either of you get business degrees or were you just going off of what's a business degree <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no business we definitely um we definitely did not we but um we did look to the people around us we had some amazing um places and people to go to for that extra and additional support while we were going through this entire process and like i was saying like we leaned to those people we leaned to our team we leaned to our community and um while we were growing we definitely asked a lot of questions and for help and um, they made it all happen for us and we made it and the growth was, it was a challenge and, um, not having the degrees, there was definitely places that we needed to go and ask for a little bit extra help, but, um, we are here and we didn't have one. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that you just find the mentors who are better at those things than you are and they help you in those areas and you can focus on what you love and what you envision and see. And then you find the people to help you. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're sitting here. So it definitely <laughs> worked. Something's <laughs> working. <laughs> and you touched upon the challenges that came up while you were building this studio. Do you want to touch upon a couple examples? Yeah, I think, I mean, we just learned a lot about, I guess, the process of specifically if we're talking about the building. I mean, we originally were actually going to be in a different space and going back to that feeling, something really just didn't feel right for us in that space. And we debated back and forth. And then we decided, you know what, let's look one more time at the market, see what's out there. And we actually found this space, which was vacant for years and years. And they had just put it back on the market. And it kind of just was one of those aha things that happened and it all worked out. And um, that challenge was, or crisis, I guess, was averted, I guess, too. Yeah, and I think, yeah, those, um, those roadblocks for us were definitely looking at it now were things that needed to happen for us to get to where we are now today in this space. But um, in each of those roadblocks, I think we were able to take from grow and learn a little bit. And it also made us pause to really appreciate and figure out exactly what our vision was and how we could make it happen, even with challenges and things in our way. Right. Yeah. Um, and what advice would you give people who want to start a business, who want to open a studio, or who are just following their passion? I would say just start. Just make a list of something that you can do today that's going to help you for tomorrow. And then do the exact same thing tomorrow. Start making those lists and just see where you can get and use the people around you who know more about that subject or who have somebody you can talk to who knows more about it and just start asking and learning because it's amazing. As soon as you do that, as soon as you put it out there that you're looking for help or ideas or inspiration, 
it's amazing what actually comes into your life. You just find the people, you find the space, you find the ways, you find the money, you find the time, everything just can come into place if you start asking. So I would say just start. Yeah. And I think um, one of the big things when we talk about pursuing a dream or going on to a new venture is life is so short. And if it's something that you have been dreaming about, manifesting about at one point, like Brianna was saying, you just have to take that step and do it. And I think in in opening or creating or building something, it is definitely important to understand your why, why you are doing what you are doing and how you are going to do it and make that work. And for us, that was such a big part of this, this movement that we are bringing to Cochrane was why we are doing this and why we believe we are more than um, just a fitness studio. But I think as long as you have those values and you constantly have those values as you build, um, then it's time to lean to those people, lean to your friends, to your family, to your community, let them help you build and grow your dream. Um, And then have that brand, have that feeling, have that sensation, and then just grow with it because life's way too short not to. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, would you have done anything differently knowing what you know now? At I first, everything? I know. <laughs> that's a, no. That's a hard question because, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Absolutely. So you could look back and go, well, we should have done this. But at the end of the day, like Jordan had mentioned earlier, every single one of those things and those, what at the time felt like, I don't know, a roadblock or something wasn't working right. They all actually led to it working out and they led to us rethinking things for the better and maybe it worked out differently than we had first envisioned or took us down a different path, but it did at the end of the day bring our vision to life. So I I think, no, I don't think we would have done anything differently. I think it felt hard in the beginning when you do find those, those issues that come up and then you just say, okay, how do we get past this and still make it work? And I think that's one thing that we really learned is to, it was never a, this is too much, we should stop, or this isn't going to work. Never did those words come out of our mouth. It was really just, okay, this is a new situation. How can we make it work for what we're trying to do? And then, yeah, just keep going from there. Yeah, it's definitely easy in those moments to think that I will never do this again this way but looking back at it now each of those lessons have proven and given us so much knowledge going forward that um in aspects now looking back at it we have learned and grown and become better more knowledgeable people for it yeah of course and what have you learned about yourselves as leaders since opening up the studio Oh boy. Um, a lot, a lot. It's, it's really been such a cool process for us to not only start this, just the two of us, but then also have these incredible people come into it with us and become a part of the team, a part of the family. And everybody does sort of lean on each other in here. And that's, what's so special. And I think for me, at least I'll speak for myself first here. Um, I, I found giving people the space and opportunity to put their hands in something really makes all the difference. Like the beginning, it was, you know, you have your hands in everything as an owner and as a founder and all that kind of stuff. You want to be involved in everything and to just take a step back and allow people to grow and to organically do what they feel is right in the space. It really created something really special because everybody plays their part. And I think 
for me at least, that's my way of leading is allowing them the freedom to to see their vision as well in the space because it does have opportunity for everybody. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, um, when I read that question, that was actually a bit of a challenging question for me because um, so much of what we do, I feel it never directly reflects just Bran and myself, but I think about it as a community as an, and as a core. So as a leader, I feel that I'm constantly always learning and growing as well. And one thing that I look to a lot is to my people. Like I look to Bran as my business partner. I look to our amazing team and I definitely look to my family and to this community to help me mold and grow into the leader that I'm still evolving into today. I think for us two and a half years in, there is constant growth and there's constant learnings to always be had. And um, I think as a leader, that is one thing to always remember is that you can constantly be growing and you need to look and lean to your people to remember and realize that they are just as much a part of this process as you are that they are also what have made this space what it is today so I think for us when we talk about leadership um, it's an interesting concept because we are always growing and evolving and looking for that growth and just grateful to have this opportunity to be able to be involved with such amazing people to help us grow into these roles. Yeah. And you've put together obviously such a good group of staff and instructors and everything. Um, there's a lot of small business owners that mm -hmm. listen to this that are hiring people or hiring contractors. Is there anything like tips you would give or things you look for in people that have really built like this solid foundation? Um, I mean, I don't know that there's anything specific that I would say you're looking for. It just, I think being, being picky about who it is that comes onto your team because they are, they do become a part of your family and you have to trust them fully. And that's one thing I can say through and through, through and through with every single person on our team is we can, I mean, there's no managing necessary with, with our team. Like everybody just pulls their weight. They know who we are as the study and they know who they are as an instructor or as a front crew. And um, so I think being picky about who it is on your team because they're the ones who are gonna make it happen every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what can people expect from the study? Lots of people go to studios, but I know a lot of people are intimidated <laughs> to go to new <laughs> studios. So what kind of thing can people expect here? I think for us, our biggest thing is connection. So this space and these walls and everything that we have done and created and manifested is based on this idea of community. And it will always be based on community. Um, I think there's something about movement studios in general that maybe people are a little bit nervous, um, a little bit not quite sure what happens um, when you walk up those stairs. But I think for us, the biggest thing is we are a movement studio for everybody. Um, does not matter your age. It does not matter who you are, what your body looks like. When you come up those doors, when you walk up those stairs, we hope that you do let your walls down. We hope you come to connect through movement. That is such an important part of who we are and what we do here. And um, it all comes back to this idea of we walk through those doors as individuals 
but in each of those rooms, in those spaces, we are here as together as a community and we will always be here together to support one another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, th I think too, it's everybody's had that feeling where you're intimidated to try the first, the first thing or something new. And I mean, we've all felt that we've all tried something new at some point in our life, but just having that little bit of courage to, to walk up the stairs, like George said, and just put yourself out there for the first five minutes. And then it does come down. I mean, our, our instructors are so caring and our front crew is so caring about every person who walks up that stairs because they truly become a part of the family as soon as you come up here. It just, it's who we are. We want everybody to feel included and to make sure this is your home away from home. Um, so yeah, I think as soon as you just put that courage to just open the door and walk up, I think. And the coolest, and the coolest part of that is as a new person, it's also the community. There are people in those rooms that are looking to you to ask what your name is, to get to know you, to break down and help you put down your shield so that you can just connect to pure movement and magic together in this room. Yeah, and movement is the, it's just a universal language. You don't need to be the same person to connect in that room. You just move together and it creates something so special and all of a sudden you've walked out and go, oh, okay, I'm a part of that. Right. Well, yeah. then you're, you're hooked. Yeah. Usually that's what, that's what we hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That even if it's hard or yes. you don't want to go to the workout, at least you have the community part of it. I mean, that's the thing. You can always just dance around in the room. It's okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> hard for scary. us all. <laughs> it never gets easier, but that's kind it of does. the beauty of it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and you've just touched upon it um, on the wall. You have painted movement is magic. Yeah. Do you guys want to elaborate <laughs> on what that means to both of you? Sure. Yeah, I, I love that wall. That's It's so special to get to look at that every time you walk down those stairs after you've been up here. Um, so, I mean, at our core, the study, it just, our vision and our feeling and everything we were going for was that it just truly is not just a, a fitness class. I mean, we want that connection, like we've been talking about, that community, that feel of, even if everything outside of these walls is feeling stressful or like everything's going wrong when you walk in here it's just a way to connect to yourself and your body and the people around you you get a little sweaty you have a little fun and it truly creates something that you can't create anywhere else like you have to do it through movement and i think it's just so special to see it happen in every single class people hit these points in their movement and in their workout where it just happens it's this magic yeah yeah, it's, um, it's such a powerful saying, and I think it's really interesting that you are asking us what this means, because I think every day it could mean something slightly different, and that's what's so beautiful and so powerful about the saying. Um, the idea that movement is magic, I think, also stems from the idea, once again, that in this community, outside these doors, we are strangers. We go about our day, our challenges, our lives, but we all choose then for 50 to 60 minutes to step through those doors, walk up those stairs and challenge ourselves. And it's in this movement that we find connection, that we find time and that we find this breath. And it's also these small moments in that movement that are unexplainable because they bring this pure bliss to your mind and to your body. 
And then it's this time and sometimes it happens during class. Maybe it's before, maybe it's after, but you look around this room of strangers and all you can feel is connection. All you can feel is the movement you've made together, the sweat dripping down your face, the the true um, community sensation is unbelievable. And I think, I think that's magic. Yeah, no, it's amazing. <laughs> it is magical. Well, and even being in here, like it feels magical. Like it, it's a podcast, people can't see, but if you were here, you'll see it. Um, if people want to start living a healthier, more active life, is there any steps that they could take right now to start? Um, I think the big one for this is set small achievable goals for yourself. Um, life is crazy. It's very busy. And I know um, it's scary to start something new. And it's definitely scary when it comes to something that you are challenging your body and you are challenging your mind. And um, it's, I think a lot of the times it feels like everything has to be perfect in order to start something. Like I know for us, that's one of our biggest things that we hear here is um, I needed to get in shape to come to this space. And I always think, um, you know, that's not what this is about. And life is way too short. And you know, all you just need is a little bit of courage to walk through those doors, set a small goal like just walking through those doors and from there you've already done so many amazing things for yourself for your body for your mind yeah and um anybody knows me they know i'm a really big scheduler so scheduling <laughs> it in i love my day planner I don't yeah she's I a day planner freak my morning coffee without it i am i am a freak about it but i love it and i think it's really important i mean if you if you just think you're going to make the time and find the time somewhere without actually scheduling it in, I think it's so much harder on yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. If you just schedule it in as though it was work, as though it was an appointment, you're you're halfway there. You've already got set the time aside, you've already dedicated that moment in your day, in your crazy busy life to just go and move and connect with somebody else. And I think um, that's a good way. The other thing is finding something that you love. So don't commit to to moving in a way that you don't love because it's gonna be way too hard to stick to it. So if you love walking, walk. If you love spinning, spin. If you love yoga, do yoga. Getting a dog helps too. Mm -hmm. That keeps you. That keeps you moving. They keep us healthy and fit. Every one of our business meetings starts with a uh, good dog walk. (laughs) Gets the juices flowing. No, I love that because I used to when I used to make because we're in the New Year New Year's resolutions and be like I'm gonna run a half marathon. I hate running. Yeah. And I would write it down every year, but like obviously I'm not gonna do it because I never want to run. So you just have to get over that and pick yeah. something. Like you don't have to run, you don't have to power lift. Like walking is fine or yoga is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, I like As long that. as you're moving, right? That's exactly. it. Yeah, and you don't have to compare yourself to what other people are doing. No, and social media, I think, has played a large part in that. These small squares make everything look like it's perfect, but mm-hmm. nobody is perfect and everybody is Everybody sometimes doesn't want to move or doesn't want to work out, but I do think it's really important to find what you love and to build your confidence in this place so that you do want to come back, you do want to keep moving, and you do want to keep growing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you said, it's hard for everybody. We don't always want to work out, yeah. but we all have to start somewhere. <laughs> we <Right>? all have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the reality. <laughs> 
Um, how do you manage a work-life balance, if you have one? Um, well, I think that's a really interesting question because I think for us and creating this business and this whole idea, um, one of the things that we signed up for is that balance is very different for us, I think. Um, we are lucky to be able to work here every day in this space with this community and this team. And I think for us, even when we step outside these doors, um, Work doesn't necessarily stop for us, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. We have chose this life. We've chose this path. And for us, um, like we said, we don't necessarily come from a business background, but for both of us, the side that really fuels us is this creation and these feelings. And um, that's always on our mind. It always has us growing and evolving and changing and um, trying to just keep up with this amazing community. Um, so the balance is interesting, but it's not necessarily, and I mean, I can speak for myself, but I know I speak for Branda too. It's never something that is a bad thing for us when we bring it home. It's something that's constantly on our mind. We are we are definitely the creative, visionary people with this space. So we are always building, always thinking. We um, just went out on a little date night, just the two of us <laughs> on Friday, and we were like, okay, no work talk. And then all the whole drive-in and all dinner was work talk. But it's not bad. It's not bad for us. It's, it's inevitable that it happens, and um, we love it. But we try once in a while not to but it does just happen because it's part of us now. The study is a part of who we are and um, we're just excited about it. Yeah. And like she was saying, I mean, it, it really isn't a bad thing when you love it. If, if you're doing something you love, you kind of want to take it everywhere you're going. You find inspiration everywhere and you bring it back to, for us, we bring it back to the study. How can you implement that? Or how can we adjust and grow and grow, like just keep growing all the time and, the other thing physically being here, um, we had to, from a very early day, I guess, when we opened, we had to be able to both step away because we we're both in long distance relationships. So that did kind of force us to figure out right away how to, how to lean on each other for that support to find that balance in our personal lives. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean we didn't stop working when we were away, but physically we were able to step out of the space and go be somewhere else and still provide what we needed to provide here right so that was that was kind of a blessing in disguise in a way mm -hmm. being able to yeah. say okay how can you do your work not from in the four walls right right well sometimes you just need a different like perspective too i feel like when you sit in it for so long mm -hmm. sometimes absolutely you just a, a, like a change of space we go so you're forced forced after yeah <laughs> we definitely <Yeah>. do <laughs> <laughs> and how do you disconnect when you have to what do you guys do for fun oh for fun. Um, <laughs> Besides workout. Yeah. <laughs> I love to be outside. It, it really does take me away from everything. I mean, walk, whether it's hiking or walking the dog, whatever it is, I just, I really find peace in that. And this, it just does help me disconnect. The other thing is I have the luxury of um, every couple of weeks I get to go out to Radium and spend some time out there. So it is nice to spend that time alone in my vehicle listening to podcasts or music too loud or whatever it is it just allows me some alone time to zen out and then be in the woods for a little bit that always helps me yeah yeah um 
Yeah, for me, I think the disconnect, um, it's definitely a challenge sometimes, I think, for us to fully disconnect from the space. Um, it's a work in progress, maybe it's a better way <laughs> to say. It's hard not to um, grab your phone, check an email at 10 o'clock at night because you're right there. Um, so we're growing, we're learning on that, absolutely. And I think one of the nice things for us is we live in such a beautiful space. So for us to disconnect with the mountains being right there, it's uh, it's pretty easy to just breathe in that fresh mountain air. And um, for me, my other big passion is horses. So I am quite busy with them as well. When I'm not here, I am usually in a saddle or down the rodeo trail heading to my next rodeo. So it's kind of nice because in those opportunities, I am fully present with the horse. So there's nothing else going on. And it's definitely is its own like self form of meditation in a way. Right. So I'm pretty lucky for that too. Yeah. Yeah. I know I love that. Um, and what's vision like for the study in the future what's upcoming Ooh. for you guys big That's question yeah you're throwing us in you know what I think that's always always the question we're always talking about that and seeing just where where it is our passions are going and heading and um whether it's another studio one day or whether it's growth of this one or something totally different we just are constantly I don't think we have a, a real specific <laughs> answer I'm dancing um but yeah I think I think that's always on our minds we don't necessarily have a specific answer and you can no that, too, that no you you did a perfect <laughs> job of that we um I think the thing with this space is there's constantly always going to feel like there's growth within these four walls. Our community is always growing and so are our pillars um, of movement in general. We are constantly always thinking about movement and now we are very excited to say we are constantly always thinking about wellness as we added in that pillar and I think for us over the next I mean, I think it's easy for us because we're starting kind of small, like we are taking a business trip actually this upcoming weekend to spend some time to disconnect from this, from the four walls here, just so that we can dream and kind of connect back mm -hmm. to the two of us and the visions and the growth that we see because there are so many opportunities, I think, for both of us and we are dreamers. So it's... um. Sometimes maybe we're a little far from reality, but it's kind of exciting because we we really did try to make this space not just a fitness studio, but just a brand and a, and a feeling. And um, for us, there's just so many opportunities within that. And we are really excited that as we continue to grow into our third year, what that looks like and brings. And it's unknown to us all right now. <laughs> and I mean, the study too, like the reason why it is the study is we we truly believe in always pushing and learning and expanding your mind. So I think that kind of ties into exactly why we're always trying to answer that question is there can always be something if you're looking, right? So just kind of always trying to push that boundary and see where it takes us. It's very exciting. <laughs> and a couple questions left. Is there a book or podcast that you guys would recommend to the listeners? We actually were just talking about this. We just both finished reading Chip Wilson's Little Black Stretchy Pants. Was it good? It was good. Yeah, it was it super was good. good. It was an interesting read. It was a little bit of business, but if you like Lululemon, it was a good story too. And just that one was kind of a fun read. It was yeah. a good one too. Um, and 
podcasts, we kind of, I, I personally switch it up. I'll listen to the Joe Rogan experience is always a crazy one. Um, Tony Robbins. Sometimes if I'm looking for a little more blogger-esque, the Skinny Confidential or Lady Gang or something oh, like that. I know. I know. <laughs> Actually, Jordan introduced me to that years ago and I, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, the Lulu one was a really interesting read for both of us, but I mean, I live 30 minutes away from this space. So podcasts are my jam. Um, listen to them all the time. Like Brie was saying, we actually do listen, of course, <laughs> to quite a few of the same ones. So, um, Tony Robbins, he's amazing. He's got a couple good ones. Tim Ferriss has some really cool ones on business yeah. too. And then I think we both are really attracted to some of these like women based ones too, like the skinny confidential, um, girl boss radio. She brings on some really cool ones. And then Hillary Kerr has some really cool ones too, that she brings on. It's kind of nice so to awesome. hear from like the female side, the female entrepreneur. It's really cool because I think a lot of us as females can relate to a lot of the challenges and the growth that they all see. And the Podcasts are just amazing because there's so much to learn and it's the ultimate multitasker. (laughs) You can be cooking, cleaning, driving, and podcasts are just the best thing. Well, it's cool too because you get this behind the scenes information that before podcasts really wasn't available. Mm -hmm. So it's so, it's such a good tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. No, I love that my brain explodes like every day with just like new information. What ones do you like? I listen to all of those. Um, I also listen to Gary Vee sometimes. Lewis Howes is really good. Um, That's So Retrograde. That's one's really good. Okay. Yeah. Those are probably like my main ones. And then they release so many episodes that you're just like... It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I had to unsubscribe to them because I was Filling up a phone. I can't listen fast enough. (laughs) But yeah, no, there's so many amazing ones. Yeah, good. Um, And where can people find you? On the internet and in real life? Oh, on the internet, Instagram is just at Brianne McRae. And in real life, probably here, the study. Um, maybe walking my dog, I would say. I spend a lot of time doing that. It's my jam. Um, you can find me at George Tress. And always here. come take a class Um, we love to move and sweat with our community so yeah we'll be here at the dot study yes thank you